It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. church had been born. Jesus had given authority to the disciples and the Holy Spirit came upon them. From that moment, they began preaching and teaching Jesus as the Messiah. Praise God because people responded quickly. Thousands of people followed Christ with one sermon from Peter. After that, the people held all things in common and the Lord added to their number daily. Unfortunately, it didn't take too long for someone to try to take advantage of what was happening. In Acts 5, a married couple, Ananias and Sapphira, conspired to withhold a piece of property from the community. The result was that both of them died at Peter's feet. I remind you of that dramatic story to set up another intriguing detail of what was happening those days. After the couple died, Luke tells us that fear seized the whole church and all who heard of these things. No kidding. Right after that, Luke says the apostles did many signs and wonders. As they gathered in Solomon's portico, they were all gathered together. Then Luke gives us this line. None of the rest dared to join them. There are several ideas as to who the none of the rest were. None of the rest of the people, that is, unbelievers who happened to hear about what was taking place. Maybe Luke meant the rest of the church who were unsure about what just happened with the dead couple. Then again, it could be that Luke is talking about other religious leaders who didn't support the apostles' ministry at all. After reading what transpired, what's your take? Either way, there's something to be said about ministry that is set apart. And usually we reserve that kind of language when we talk about holiness. We've grown accustomed to the idea that being holy means being set apart for God. That's a good working definition of what it means to be holy. But I also think it's a good reminder that our ministry can set us apart too. Just know that as you pursue ministry God has led you to, not everyone is going to join your set-apart ministry. Some people, like those in Acts 5, won't dare join you. Others just won't want to be a part of what you're doing. And others still might not care enough to join you. And finally, please do not be surprised that some people are going to flat-out oppose you. What do you do in those situations? I think you keep doing what God has called you to do. That's what the apostles did. They did not let go of the high calling they had received because people tried to win one over on them. They certainly didn't let opposition change their mission. If you read the passage from Acts 5 I have for you today, you'll notice there's another occasion Luke tells us the Lord added to the number of the church. So even though some people were not joining the apostles, many more were. Which number do you think stood out to the apostles? In set-apart ministry, you'll have to decide what you'll do with those who just won't join you. Do you fret over their unwillingness? 
or do you set your eyes on what God is doing right in front of you? I bet you know what I would encourage you to do. Stay blessed.